Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello and welcome to the Success Design. I'm your host, Anderson. I'm so happy you can join me on this special day. We have a great guest, and uh, I'm just going to dive right into it because it's a it's going to be a really great show. Um, his name is David O'Brien. He is the president of Work Choice Solutions and an expert on leadership. His first book, The Navigator's Handbook. 101 Leadership Lessons for Life and Work is a practical guide for unlocking the leadership potential that exists in every person. He's had articles appear in a wide range of local, regional, and national publications. So welcome, David. Thank you, Beth. Thank you for that very kind introduction. It's great to be with you today. I I want to just add one thing to that introduction just to put everything in context for our call. Well, yes, I've got the the first book came out four or five years ago, the Navigator's Handbook, and I've had the good fortune of having a number of articles published, and I have a another book coming out in a couple of months. Above beyond all that, I like to think of myself as a student of leadership. I have uh, I've been a lifelong learner, and I'm very committed to that, and that's frankly one of the things that I observe uh, with some of my leadership heroes that they're very committed to learning. So. Uh, I really appreciate that kind introduction, but I want to just add that despite all that, I still think of myself as a student of leadership. <laughs> that's a, that's really good to hear. Um, yeah. That's really good to hear because when you stop learning, you stop growing, that's and right. uh, and that is a really great uh, a really great approach to your um, to your to the aspect of of life that you have grown to to become an expert at. So oh, thank you. So uh, why don't you um, give us a, a bit of a more detailed uh, introduction of yourself, and then we'll uh, go from there. Sure. So I, I, I launched this business. My my career has spanned over uh, just about 30 years, most of it in corporate America, training roles, human resources roles. And uh, in my last corporate job, which I left 11, well, now 13 years ago, I was in a senior vice president role doing workforce management, career planning, leadership development, executive development work, was traveling quite a bit and decided that it was time to take a break from that because, frankly, I was kind of reaching a threshold of uh, pretty close to being burnt out. I just was working a very, very significant amount of time and traveling quite a bit, and our, the firm had been acquired by another firm, and a lot of the great people that I was uh, very much aligned with left the organization, and so I, I took a time out. I took what I refer to in the book as a sabbatical for about 10 months, left that job uh, just exactly 13 years ago now, this month, ironically, and uh, sorted out what was it that really had driven my passion and allowed me to be successful in my work, and what had I learned about leadership and, and organizational effectiveness over the previous uh, you know, 15 or 18 years. And and so that led me down this path. I'm, I do essentially the same kind of work that I was doing before, but I'd like to think at a different level because of my commitment to learning. And so the work that I do is really centers around helping leaders and teams to maximize their potential. It, it's working with individuals in you know Fortune 100 companies and small nonprofits and state government and municipal uh, employers as well to help, help these individuals, help these organizations to really maximize leadership capacity and team capacity. And, and it really it, it builds from or stems from my belief, very deeply seated, deeply rooted belief, that leadership resides in all of us. Everybody has the capacity to demonstrate leadership. 
and so the the thinking of the the book, the Navigator's Handbook, as you mentioned, my fir- first book, navigating is really about consistently doing the right thing for the right reasons and demonstrating leadership in all the roles that we play, uh, and in many ways about being a positive role model. Hmm. So, so each of us can be a leader and a positive role model, no matter what what our lives um, contain. That's right. That's right. Yeah, you know, you can imagine over doing this work for pretty close to 30 years now, you, you would imagine, I think our listeners would be quick to agree that during that time I've learned a few things about leadership. As mm-hmm. I said when we first started, I haven't figured it all out yet, and, and I'm okay with that. I've got uh, hopefully a good many years to continue to explore this idea of leadership. But but in the meantime, I think it's really about looking at the opportunities that we each have to demonstrate leadership, and and that's one of the lessons. There are many that I've had over those years, but I think that acknowledging that we all have that capacity. You know, I was looking at your website, oh gosh, a few weeks ago, I guess you and I had our original conversation back, my goodness, late last year, but in preparation for today, I was looking over some of your material, and again, it's it's really nicely done, but, you know, I, I thought about one of the comments that you had there that, you know, people we so so often, and, and I've been in this exact same place, I might add, we settle for, you know, mediocrity or just the ordinary, or we get into this rut and we think, well, you know, who am I to be successful? Who am I to be a leader? You know, I'm just this or I'm just that, fill in the blanks. And we all go through that. It's part of the human condition. But I think the flip side of that is that within every single person, there is the capacity for goodness, there is the capacity for being a positive role model. And I think in many ways, one of the the great lessons that I've learned about leadership over these years is that in many ways, it's about being a role model. And in many ways, it's about a choice that we make, a deliberate choice every single day to define and decide how we want to show up and um, and how we want to make a difference. Well, that sounds that sounds awesome. And today's um, our show is entitled "Discovering the Leader in You." Mm-hmm. So this applies to all of you out there. All of you out there can, uh, if you don't feel that you're a leader in in, in some aspect of your life, um, hopefully today you can discover that that leader in you. Yeah, and and it and it starts with you know one of the a core message from my book, the Navigator's Handbook, really comes out of when I first started out to write the book. Now seven years ago, I started by interviewing a lot of different leaders from different walks of life to try to distill what were the common denominators of really effective leaders. And one of the things that I hadn't frankly anticipated and obviously planned for because of that was that many, so many of the leaders that I spoke with that were identified as really effective leaders were people that led from the inside out. They led from a place that combined not just the head of leadership, you know, the all of the kind of management or managing tasks of leadership, but the heart of leadership. And the heart of leadership was really very much anchored in who they are and what they stand for and what they want to be known for. And ultimately, I think, in, in, in many ways, it was about their core values and allowing their core values to guide them and, and being really purposeful about it. And, and so the, the thought, the idea of leading from the inside out is the opportunity that every one of us have every single day 
to think about some of those things, to think about what is it that we stand for? How do we want to show up today? What are the opportunities that we have to demonstrate who we really are and who we are capable of being? And I think that that's, a, that's an important guidepost. It's something that I you know, try to stay connected to every single day because part of, part of being effective as a leader and part of having impact and, and I think at the end of the day being happy uh, on, on a lot of different levels is that awareness around it and being deliberate about it. It just doesn't happen. But at the same time, it's not something, as I had said to you in an earlier conversation, that we have to figure out today or we have to figure out or we can figure out for that matter in one day or one week or one year. It's a, it's a continuum for sure. But being deliberate about it and, and asking those questions, I think it really goes a long way in having that clarity. Mm. Well, I think you've covered um, at least um, impartiality, the topic of discovering the leader in you. Uh, what are the top three leadership lessons you've learned over your career? Thank you for asking. Uh, I think probably the first one that I only learned a couple of years ago, and I, I often I say half jokingly to to colleagues and, and clients that I wish I had learned it earlier. I, w- I would have thought that it would have been one to learn earlier, uh, but at the same time, I, I guess in in the final analysis, so I'm, I'm thankful that I learned it at all. And that is back to the idea of choice. I used to believe for a very long time that leadership was almost exclusively about what my job title was. And that's, you know, I grew up in corporate America, and and so there was a hierarchy, and, you know, you had varying levels of, of leadership. And if your title didn't have something to do with being a leader, like a supervisor or manager or vice president or director, you weren't a leader. And and I think that many, many people I talk to have had that same experience. But what I've discovered is that leadership is so much more about the choices we make and so and so little to do with what our job title is because the truth of the matter is I've met people at all from all walks of life. I've met CEOs and frontline supervisors and, and deli clerks that have demonstrated good leadership and bad leadership. You know, I can think of one example just recently where I, I was at a, a company location and I was um, kind of really bogged down in a lot of meetings and I wasn't going to take the time to have lunch and I ran down to the cafeteria to get a sandwich and I was obviously looking like I was confused. There were too many choices and the woman behind the counter said, okay, let me know what you'd like to have and maybe I can give you some suggestions and she was just so tuned into doing a great job that she kind of took me from this place of I have no idea what I want to eat to, oh, my goodness, you're creating a masterpiece. She made some kind of roast beef sandwich for me. But the point that I'm making is when I saw the the energy that she put into it, when I saw the care that she put into it, when I saw her whole demeanor, I couldn't help but think she was like the Picasso of sandwich makers. And I told her that, and she said, well, I don't know what you mean. And I said, you, you, you approached your job with the same level of care and conviction and passion that Picasso would paint a painting with. And so my point there is that it's really about the choices we make, and it's, I think that's a very important one. Another one is that 
that it's about being a role model, that every day we have that opportunity to be a role model. And I think in a third that comes to mind, quite frankly, is that it, leadership is in many ways about bringing out the good in people. I think one of the greatest gifts of the leadership path is our capacity to bring out the good in people. I believe everybody has goodness and uh, one of, and has talent and is really smart. Some people are just downright brilliant, but I believe everybody's really smart. And uh, as leaders, we have an opportunity to bring that out in people, and that's a pretty pretty important, pretty significant responsibility that I think we need to honor. Hmm, great, great examples and great advice. Um, is it possible to demonstrate leadership outside of work? Well, sure. I, I think if we if we build off the idea that it's a choice, you know, and that's part of back to my my first lesson that I shared that you know it's not it's not just limited to our job title. In fact, as I said, I think it has a lot more to do with the choices we make and the state of mind that we have versus what our 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 job title is or business card is. And you know, my belief is I I often say to clients and in my speaking work that you know I can demonstrate leadership at the grocery store. Uh, I go to I go to the grocery store a lot. I do bring a list, but never I I never remember everything. So needless to say, there's a joke uh, in in certain circles, friends of mine and family that I I go to the grocery store four times a week. Well, I do not quite that much, but my point is I can be a role model. I can demonstrate leadership in that checkout line, at the bank, at the post office, at the grocery store, in every role that I play. I can I, I see it as an outlet for me living my values, for me demonstrating respect and kindness and, and some of the other important characteristics of what great leadership is about in every role that we play. And and you might might have already figured this out, I'm sure you have, and I'm sure many of our listeners have too. It just plain feels good mm-hmm. when you're doing that. You know, when you're in that place and you you approach it that way, and, and you open up your mind to think that hey, I have an opportunity to be positive here, to make a difference, to show respect, to be kind. Wow! At the end of the day, it's I, I sleep better, to be quite honest with you. Mm-hmm. And I and I might add, not um, I, as much as I would like to say I'm in that space every single day. I have to admit that I'm human, and some days it's a challenge, but I still know at the end of the day I know what's right. And I think every one of our listeners does too. Mm-hmm. That's very true. So making those right choices um, empowers you, makes you feel uh, more in charge of your life. Yeah, yeah. You know, in in the context of the book, I talk about the behaviors. You know, that when I took that sabbatical, I looked back over the previous eighteen or so years of my career to assess what had made me really successful and what what were the what were the kind of different points in my career where I was most fully engaged and when I was not, when I was having fun, when I was not. And I found in many ways over that sabbatical that it came down to the choices I made, it came down to the behaviors that I exhibited, and and the navigating one is the one that kept resonating the most regarding or linked to where I was most engaged, having the most fun, making the most of a difference. And the others were things like, you know, being a victim and feeling like a victim. Oh, poor me. Uh, you know, nobody likes me. Or the critic. Oh, they don't know how to run a company. Oh, it's another management fad of the day. Or the bystander where I just kind of sit on the sidelines. Those are choices I've made and they're choices that every one of us make. 
But at the end of the day, I think when we when we are guided by our core values, when we're guided by what we believe to be the truths that we understand, that we support, that we that represent us, we're in a place where we can navigate a heck of a lot more. And and as I said earlier, you know, when I'm navigating at a really high level, when I'm living those values, when there's congruence between my words and my actions, uh, you know, I think I'm having a better time. And I, I also think from a on a personal level, I'm a nicer guy to hang around with. Hmm. So what characteristics best describe true leadership? Uh, good question. I, I think integrity is always at the top of my list. You know, great leaders have a very high level of integrity. Um, congruence, my, my word for 2013, by the way, is congruence. Every year I have a leadership word of the year, and for 2013 it's congruence and congruence simply between what I say and what I do. Uh, and that's something that I think really effective leaders have consistently. So they walk the talk. There's no surprises. If they say X, they do X. If they say Y, they do Y. Um, and there's a very high level of consistency. Um, and that would be another word, consistency, congruence. I think self-awareness, um, a high level of emotional intelligence. I invite our readers to please explore the topic of emotional intelligence if you are not familiar with it, please Google it, read. There's lots and lots of great books out there. In fact, I'll, I'll mention this for what it's worth. On my website, workchoicesolutions.com, uh, in, the, in the navigator bar, there's a link called Learning Resources. And within Learning Resources, there's a whole bunch of free learning resources, articles, assessments. There's even PowerPoint slides. There's media interviews. There's a whole lot of stuff, but there's a really good... Uh, range of articles too and there's an article in there of mine called the three critical dimensions of emotional intelligence mm -hmm. it's gotten a lot of good press around the country and there's a corresponding assessment that goes with it again that's free and it's found within the learning resources section i'd invite people to please take a look at that download it share it that's my gift to you oh well that's that's very kind of you thank yeah. you yeah, so so those are some of the ones, you know, uh, con integrity, uh, consistency, congruence, respect, authenticity, consistency. Those are some of the ones that, that stand out as key key characteristics of effective leaders. Hmm. So what is the core message of your book, The Navigator's Handbook? Thank you. Um, it's really that we're all leaders, that everybody has the capacity to lead, and that leading will always be a better choice that we make choices constantly. Every day of our lives are filled with choices, and these choices impact our happiness, they impact our reputation, they impact our ability to be successful, to be happy, to make a difference, to feel fulfilled, all of these things. And I think in many ways it's really about that. It's about the fact that every one of us has the capacity to demonstrate leadership. It's not a really hard thing. In fact, with practice, it becomes a really fun and easy thing because you train your mind to be aware of it and um, and make better choices. And that's right. what the book is about. Well, that that sounds fascinating. I'm sure um, everyone would, would benefit from reading it. So, Thank you. Uh, do you have a favorite story from the book that might help? Oh, that's that a, might be helpful to our listeners yeah, today. Yeah, thank you. You've, you've got me. You've inspired me to think of one in particular. Um, I'd like everybody to write down W M I S 
AM and FM. I'll repeat it, WMIS, AM and FM. And it, it's a story that from the book. It, it's an experience that actually happened to me, oh, gosh, maybe six or seven years ago. Um, and I'll give you a quick background on it. For the longest time, I have had the belief that every day, every one of us wakes up and we play a screen in our head in the first moments of consciousness that really has a big influence on where our day goes. So if we wake up in the morning and we're thinking, oh, how great things are, or at least, hey, I'm, I'm, a, I'm alive again, hey, I, I can get out of bed, you know, I've got some gratitude, hey, this is going to be a pretty good day, it's not snowing here in Connecticut today, um, that influences how I interact with people first thing in the day and, and oftentimes how my day evolves. By the same token, if I wake up in the morning and I'm and I'm kind of grumpy and I, I begin to think, oh my goodness, I'm I'm not as young as I used to. My hair is not as thick and brown as it used to be, and I can feel the aches and pains from shoveling snow the other day. Uh, I begin to have a different kind of response to my day, and I've had that for a really long time. This internal screen, and I had this experience. I was down in Washington D.C. doing some work for a client there, and we've been talking about navigating and the idea of being a leader in all of our roles. And I had this experience where I saw this WMIS, AM and FM in my mind as I went to sleep one night uh, while I was on this trip. And um, I woke up and I thought, okay, what is this WMIS, AM and FM? Well, it came to be WMIS is asking ourselves the question, what's my internal screen? And that's a reality check for every one of us every day that I try to do every single day. I ask myself that question. What's my internal screen? And the AM is the appreciation mode. And that's that place where I'm, I'm filling my head with gratitude first thing in the morning. I'm beginning to think about the fact that, wow, you know, I'm going to be on Beth's show today. Hey, that's fantastic, you know. Um, I'm going to have this meeting afterwards with this client. Great people, nice, nice meeting, whatever it may be. I'm going to try out my new uh, grill tonight, you know, whatever it may be. And I'm feeding myself the positive, that positive feeling. Now, the flip side is the fear mode, and that's the FM. And the fear mode, or you could call it frustration mode, I guess, too, that's where I start feeding my head all this negative stuff. Oh, nobody's going to like me today. I'm not going to make any sense on the radio show. I'm going to, be, uh, I'm going to get stuck in traffic. I'll be late for that meeting. And, I, and in the very first few moments of our, of our awareness or, or, or awake, uh, in the morning, our first stream of consciousness, we're feeding all this garbage into our head. And the truth of the matter is that garbage carries throughout the day. And many people on this call, including myself, will agree that, you know what, when we keep feeding it, we find other things to be complaining about. But at the same time, if we, I ask people to do their G5 list. And the G5 list is write down five things that you have gratitude for. Because guess what? By the time you have the third one written down, you've got a completely different mindset. Mm. And sometimes you can come up with seven or eight. You know, Look around you. There's lots of reasons to be thankful. Uh, and so I, I share that story, the WMIS, AM, and FM, uh, with the hope that at least a few people that are listening ask themselves that question tomorrow morning. That's great. What, what does it stand for again? WMIS is what? What is my internal screen? So W M, what's it's kind of what's okay. W H A T apostrophe S. What's my internal screen? And it's the screen we all have every single day. It's our self talk. 
It's mm-hmm. the first moments of awakeness or consciousness where we're feeding our head either something that's positive, the appreciation mode, the AM, or the FM, which is the fear or frustration mode. And how we feed our head has a huge impact on our reality. And so the truth of the matter is, even on my the toughest days, I manage to find some of the AM going on, and uh, and I try to stay true to it. There are days where it's a real stretch, to be very honest, because I'm human too. But most days, every day, I know what the truth is, and the truth is it's always a better place to be. Mm. Well, this has been a very uh, informative and, and a very fantastic show. I have enjoyed it so much, um, learning from you, Thank and, you and all your experiences. Um, and I'm certain that all the listeners out there have um, have gotten a lot from the show as well. Thank you. So I just want to thank you for taking the time to come on the show and taking time out of your busy schedule to to share um, a lot of your you know, your anecdotal evidence and uh, and some of your empirical evidence. That hey, you've, thank uh, you, Beth. This has been delightful. I invite everyone to please feel free to visit the website www.workchoicesolutions.com. I know, Beth, you have the link to it on your page for today's show. And in there, please check out the learning resources section. There's just a whole bunch of free resources. I invite everyone listening to please feel free to download and share and uh, and support your learning. That sounds awesome. And uh, I hope all of you out there um, take David up on his offer and, uh, and visit his website. I know I've certainly visited his website before the show today and uh, enjoyed all the the little uh, nuggets all 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 around the show. So yeah, there's some good quotes on the website. Too, so yeah. yeah, fantastic. All right, well, great. Well, thank you, David. Yeah, thank I, you, Beth. Thanks everyone for listening in today. Have a wonderful rest of the day. All right, and for the success design with Beth Shankle Anderson, this is me, Beth Shankle Anderson, signing off. Thanks. <laughs>